This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Hello and welcome to the Married at First Sight Rehab Up. I'm Asia and as always, I am joined by my co-host, Amy. Amy, how are you doing? I'm doing well, but Asia, I know you've been Instagramming, traveling, YOLOing, so just want to warn you, like you could be single forever if you keep that up. Yeah, it's like, what? You know, I, I never knew only single people go out and have fun and then advertise it on social media. Like, I guess couples can't do that, huh? Couples can't travel and take pics and post it on social media. Yeah, I, I just blame social media for all single people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> social media is the reason any single person is single, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Nobody's ever slid into any DMs and become not single. It's never happened. Right, no, no. No relationships have started from social media nothing <laughs> wise words of mr yes. jose <laughs> oh gosh yeah i can't wait to talk about his um his idea of traveling yeah <laughs> um but yes we are here to talk about an episode that maybe could have not been an episode <laughs> did you maybe, feel like yeah. you needed this episode it was so funny whenever they would show like three days till decision day I was like okay but we have to wait a week till decision day and what's going on here like it just Mm -hmm. seemed like this all happened like they were referring back to the retreat like the um oh just on Saturday so it's like all this stuff is just the matter of days between it but we have to Mm -hmm. drag it out for some reason right it's like if the bachelor can fit in the bachelor bachelorette can fit in a week in one episode one two-hour episode then I can imagine that married and first married at first I could do the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no way we needed two. We needed four hours for two uh, one week. And just it seemed like all of them were coached on. OK, but you have to talk about the opposite of what you're actually going to do too. <laughs> Right. <laughs> just to make like, it believable. No, for sure. Decisions right. like none. Even if we know that y'all aren't talking, we need to know that there's a yes on the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, why are we even entertaining this? If this if they just needed a week, this episode could have easily been an hour 
And yeah. then they that little filler episode at, right after, which kind of confused me. It was like Married at First Sight, Married at First Sight, uh, Houston Decision Day. I was like, <laughs> are they about to do Decision Day? I was like, I'm not prepared. And then it was no, it was the, it's just, the past couples talking about what they think is going to happen and yeah. their Decision Days. Right. Because they're done with Unfiltered. It's like, what could they yes. even reveal on this episode? So, um, yeah, they. I didn't tune into that, though. Did you? I, I did not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there, like, I couldn't be any less interested. <laughs> I was like, it's like, no, I'm ready for decision day. Yeah. I mean, maybe if this was like, I don't know. I just, yeah. Anytime it's past couples talking about the current season, I'm like, that's just what we do on this podcast. Right. You know? <laughs> And I don't, so. I don't trust that they're not checking spoilers. Like they're so in the community, you mm-hmm. know, like that they just wouldn't hear from somebody, you know, their friends probably, they're probably friends with, you know, past producers, yeah. like bachelorette contestants are. So it's like, okay, you're just saying yes to a TV opportunity, but are you really yes. like coming in just with your analysis or is it just like, um, yeah, you're, you have some inside info and. Right. Know. I don't really trust exactly. it. Like for all we know, they've already started the next season of Couples Cam. And you know, like those couples already know, you know, who is yeah. still the right. so like, yeah, no, I just, yeah. I'm just like, why, what's the point? Please tell me. Mm-hmm. But I guess this, con- that content is like for people who don't listen to a podcast. They don't oh, get yeah. any extra content outside of watching the show. And they're like, oh, well, this is on right after. Let, let me just keep the TV on and tune in. Yep, definitely. So, um, so yes, we are talking about episode 16. We are one week away. Last week is deja vu because last week we were one week away from decision day as well. Um, so this week we are actually one week away from decision day. Um, and this was all about the couples confiding in their loved ones as they head into decision day. Yeah, they got to bring in some other friends and family members so i i do like when they bring in these other people but yeah it seems like a little too late for anything to really change it doesn't seem like any conversation swayed one way or the other like it wasn't gonna change someone's decision exactly like it seemed like something you should have done at the midway point to kind of have time to (laughs) you know change the course of things if if that's what you wanted to do yeah Uh, because i think they do Really, they can really make a difference. They can give really good advice if it's early enough on, like in the first half. Yeah, exactly. Um, and before we dive into it, I do want to sh- um, shout out a review that we got. So if you guys are enjoying our podcast and you're enjoying this content, definitely go out to wherever you listen to your podcast, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and leave us a review. Um, leave us a five-star review and let us know what you like about it. Um, so we did get on our own feed because we our feed is live now. So you could find that at uh, Married at First Sight Rehap Up, um, or you can subscribe at Rob has a website.com slash M-A-F-S feed. We got a review from Memed 55. Um, I, I shouted them out a few pa- podcasts ago because they also provided a review on the rea- reality TV rehab ups feed. Um, so they said, I love listening to Asia and Amy's recaps. Their podcast adds to my enjoyment of Merit at First Sight. They also bring on a variety of great guests to add to the discussion. So glad they now have their own dedicated podcast feed for this great coverage. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. Yes. Subscribe to our own podcast. I wasn't wasn't sure that the feed was yes. live or not. So. <laughs> yes, we do have um, right now we have episodes 11, 14 and 15. For some reason, there's an issue. Um, with the feed, with getting the rest of the episodes from the season on. Um, but they should be on um, in a matter of time. But for now, the newest, our newest episodes will be on our feed as well as reality TV wrap ups. Awesome. Um, so we're going to kick it off and get started with a couple that we've been super optimistic about. Um, but then they raised rates, raised some flags for us this uh, this episode. We're going to go with uh, Gil and Mirla. Yeah, this was really content heavy for them. Yeah, it's like these were, I guess, because the issues that we saw them talk about were consistent from the beginning of their relationship. And I guess, it, you know, it would have just been the same thing the whole time throughout. If we they continue to talk about it or they continue to focus on it heavily on the episodes, but it's a I mean it's a pretty big deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so we 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 saw Mirla talk to her friend. She said that Gil is very patient um, because she needs somebody who's patient because she's a handful, which we all know. Um, she's the only con has been their finances because they have drastically different incomes. He doesn't have a savings and she's realized like she's very established in her career and he's just starting out as a firefighter. And so she's realizing that he can't live at the lifestyle that she wants to live um, because of kind of where he's at. And she realizes this is a problem because she's kind of in a place where, you know, because she's established in her career, she is making a certain amount and he's kind of starting over. And so she I think at one point she said, like, OK, am I supposed to just start over like you're 25 or, you know, um, so this is a big uh, this is a big concern of hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we knew this was kind of a concern the whole time, like, it, but it, it, I almost wonder if they were pulling a bunch of kind of conversations from the entire course of their relationship. Like, did this all mm-hmm. happen this week? Or is it like, okay, now we can finally create some kind of story because we're just, you know. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Maybe some confessionals have been at different points, like maybe after they went to brunch or, um, you know, after they've talked about the fact, you know, like that he didn't have a savings or that they they save differently. Mm -hmm. But I I can. I mean, we can get into it after they have their conversation, but I I definitely see where Mirla is coming from, but I don't think that it's an impossible situation. Hmm. Yeah, I think Mirla um, was expecting someone that made more money than her. So this is not something that, you know, because everyone talks about like what they asked for. So, mm-hmm. you know, they obviously, she obviously gave them the info that she doesn't want to change her lifestyle and the experts make right. their decisions based on, you know, compatibility, but also TV ratings or, you know, they have, they, it seems like they always find some conflict. They can't make a perfect match. So, right. and I think Gil probably came in thinking like, um, he would be fine either way. Someone made more, someone made less, made the same. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe expecting that they would value 
or see him like his career as ambitious and mm-hmm. and see him like in a different light as well and not kind of undervalue right. that or he's bringing to the table and yeah. and be maybe more like not as into material things is kind of what seems like he is looking for or just not as I don't know more budget conscious or something so they they have this mm-hmm. conflict um and it just seems like both of them it's like well I just don't want it to affect me <laughs> and <laughs> he you know can't be the sole provider if she makes twice as much as him right and she doesn't want to change her lifestyle so it it is going to be like a an ongoing thing but I don't think it's like if they're committed to each other I think it's something that they can, can an ongoing thing they're working on as well. Right. Um, especially because later on they get into the fact that Gil's mom, when Gil was talking to his mom, he, she said like communication is the most important thing. She's like, do y'all communicate well? And he's like, yeah, we communicate really well. And, I, and that is really important because it can be hard to find someone <laughs> to communicate well with. And the fact that they have so many positives in their relationship, it's tough to see that this is the one con, but this con kind of turns into many cons because it has so many, <laughs> so many legs to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did see them go skating. They had a great time. Looks like they rented out the skating rink because, or went early because there was like no one else there. Um, they were holding hands and it just, it, it just showed why they have proved to be such a good match because they have so much chemistry. They get along really well. They know how to have fun They get each other's humor. Um, And she said like this type of date makes it feel like he could be her forever. And Mm -hmm. so they sit down and talk and Gil's like, you know, they're, they're talking about the fact that decision day is soon. And he says like finances and the negativity are really big deal for, for him. Mm -hmm. And He's kind of going on about how, you know, he's like, you know, some he's like, sometimes, you know, you could be spoiled and he's like, it kind of you can also be a brat. And, I didn't like uh, that. That was a little I too. I didn't either. <laughs> I, and she's like, I hear you, but I disagree. But I'm like, imagine if she just one time, like he all these times he calls her um, like all these names for, uh, you know, she's you know, a diva, she she's a brat or she's too much. If imagine if just one time she says one thing about him being cheap or something like that. Yeah. He would not like that one bit. Yeah. Do you think he was coached a little bit to like be a little harsher or something because they seem like they don't have much content from them because normally it was like, well, you're a princess and she liked that title. Like he gave her a mm-hmm. t-shirt, you know, and stuff, but to be like, you're a brat about it yeah that not only it not only makes it seem like she is too whiny but it also makes it seem like she's younger and immature Mm -hmm. which i'm like immature is not anything i would describe as mirla right i am i i love mirla like she (laughs) she i she has been such a joy to watch um and i love the how she's unapologetically herself Mm -hmm. um so yeah i was totally turned off by the brat comment um and he was like well you have to live in a high rise she's like no i want to because i can (laughs) and i was Mm -hmm. like yes i (laughs) totally understand it's like she has worked hard 
for where she's at. And it's not like she just spends irresponsibly to the point where, oh my gosh, I just spent so much on red bottoms that I can't pay my rent. That's, mm-hmm. that's irresponsible. But mm-hmm. she has a sufficient savings. She makes enough to know how to manage her money or like she makes a lot of money. And with that, she has learned how to manage her money properly. So I just feel like just because he doesn't value money doesn't mean that she can't enjoy the money that she's made. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a little frustrating. (laughs) Yeah. On the other hand, I can see where he's coming from in that it's like you are in a marriage now. So to come in as two partners and one person wanting like to not touch any of their, it seems like his impression is that she's just keeping all her money and keeping her lifestyle exactly the same, not changing anything, Mm -hmm. but then he's supposed to be paying all the bills too Mm -hmm. for both of them, you know? (laughs) Yeah. That's why I was like, that's why compromise is a thing. It's like, okay, we need to be, we both need to be upfront about how much you make, how much I make, how are we going to make this work? Whether it's okay, if he's responsible for the bills, it, that because he told his mom that she's pretty traditional and that's what she wants is the guy to be um, pay for the bills. Then it's like, okay, because I know that's how you're allocating your income, then maybe we figure out what's the entertainment, the fun, the splurging budget on my end. Because she has not once said that he can't spend any of her money. Like she's, she's never said, I'm not going to share. This is mine. And that's yours, which is what he's acting like. He's because he's like, he's making it seem like there's no money left for him at the end of the day Mm -hmm. where it's like, maybe, maybe he does feel like, well, I don't want to have to rely on her to, you know, to, to, to share money. Um, I guess that that's why, I mean, that's why Jose says most marriages end in divorce because of <laughs> finance. <laughs> Just going to quote Jose's, his, his wise, wise words. <laughs> Total sarcasm. <laughs> um, but it's like, I don't know. So, so the, at the skating, they go on, she goes on to say like, you know, where she came from is her motivation every day. And he's like, I feel like you forget where you come from and you just like, you know, basically just like forget anyone who lives like that now. And she's like, no, this is my motivation every day. And he said, you know, life isn't always about expensive gifts and stuff. And, you know, if that is what life is going to be about for you, then that's not somebody I would want to be with. And it's just I, I don't know. I think it's just all compromise yeah I don't feel like it's an impossible situation the fact that they have lived such different lifestyles up to this point I think it just needs to be this is how I want like okay you know that I like to shop so if we were to create a budget for that would that make you feel more comfortable but then you know that would feel tough for her because she's like okay yes I have been able to spend how I want up to this point but she would have to see as well that like okay that would make him feel more comfortable if we're going to spend his money that way or the money that he makes that way I think they just need to have more of a together mentality about these dollars and that would make them feel better because he just thinks that she's so money motivated she needs it she needs to be able to spend all the time which I don't think that's the case that's just how she likes to enjoy her money Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah I think it seems like he's coming from he's worried that is that 
all she values in life. Like maybe it's a more mm-hmm. superficial thing. And so I think they have to have a discussion about their values um, mm-hmm. that he's maybe thinking like down the road. Is that like something that is she's going to instill in the kids that like, like spoil the kids or something like that instead of maybe having a more humble way to like raise kids or something. And then, but then she'll say things like he's not motivated at all. He's not ambitious, which I don't think is true either. So Mm -hmm. I think they're almost like projecting different values onto or characteristics onto the other without really Mm -hmm. getting deeper with it and talking about it. Cause I don't, I think they're both kind of, generalizing about each other yes that's what it is they are generalizing too much and then it leaves all this room for the other to assume things so you know for her to say like oh i'd love to shop he's like okay all she spends her money on is shopping mm-hmm. <laughs> you know rather than let's let's take a look at your but like th- your bank account okay let's just look at last month okay this is how much money you spent on shopping this is how much you spent on you know because then he's able to have a realistic view um so it's just uh, if if they were able to realize that there is a a point in the middle, because even all of these discussions, with the experts have been, well, let's talk about her negativity. I mean, her negativity isn't divorce worthy for him. It's mainly the finances. It'd be like, I feel like it's 75, 25. He complains more about her being a um, money hungry or motivated by money mm-hmm. than her being negative. So right. I don't know. It's yeah. I just feel like that's what should have been the main focal point. Um, I really hope it's not divorce worthy, mm-hmm. but now they have me so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> if you're an athlete, you know, the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Most of you listening right now are probably multitasking. Yep, while you're listening to me talk, you're probably also driving, cleaning, exercising, or maybe even grocery shopping. But if you're not in some kind of moving vehicle, there's something else you can be doing right now. Getting an auto quote from Progressive Insurance. It's easy, and you could save money by doing it right from your phone. Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Discounts for having multiple vehicles on your policy, being a homeowner, and more. So just like your favorite podcast, Progressive will be with you 24-7, 365 days a year, so you're protected no matter what. Multitask right now. Quote your car insurance at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. This episode is brought to you by PWC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough reinvention. Explore the human-led tech-powered solutions that help you reinvent. 
It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at pwc.com. So, so yeah, Gil did talk to his, talk to his mom um, over FaceTime. That was and cute. cute it was really cute. Yes, they were speaking Spanish. And um, this is when he tells her, like, you know, Mirla does want him to pay the bills because he comes from a, because she comes from a t- traditional family. And his mom was just focusing on, look, y'all have good communication. That's the most important. Um, did you pick up anything else from their conversation? Um, no, I just like like their relationship. I thought, you know, it was just like heartwarming. And I thought the show really dedicated a lot of time to it, which I was surprised because it was mm-hmm. in Spanish. Yes. So they had to caption everything. And yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah, I really enjoyed that conversation. It was really sweet. You could tell that him and his mom have a really good relationship, um, which is why I think he is the most respectful husband in terms of how he treats Mirla day to day. I think it, that's definitely rooted from his great relationship with his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he has his moments, like calling her a brat. <laughs> Um, they, uh, they have, uh, their last night, they spend their last night together. Um, he said there are doubts that are holding him back. Uh, he does thank her for not judging him for the struggles he has shared with her along the way. Um, she does say it's going to be weird waking up without him tomorrow because, you know, as, um, the night before the decision day, all of the couples stay by themselves, not with their partner. Um, she does tell him, she's like, I just want you to know, like, I don't have any regrets about this experience. Um, and then she tells like us that, you know, the marriage is not what she originally pictured. And she doesn't know. She honestly doesn't know what she'll say on decision day because they are driven by different things. So yeah, yeah. I that there was one clip of her that I was definitely like, I think this is from, you know middle of the you know maybe like when they yeah. do the middle of the season kind of check-in because it it was just like i have no idea what i'm gonna say and it just seemed like it didn't have the warmth of like how she talks about gill now and i was just thinking like yeah she probably had no idea back then because they hadn't mm-hmm. even kissed yet and yeah you know because <laughs> there's no way they don't know and then when he's talking about oh she's probably like just picking her outfit not concerned at all and I think yeah. it's because they know that they're going to say yes. Right. I would hope there's it. no. Yeah. I would hope there's no surprises. Um, and let's see. The couples did all get together to talk uh, later in, at the end of the episode. And uh, the only thing that Gil said was the only thing that would make him say no on decision day was that if she continues to live like she's single, I would just like him to clearly lay out to her which I know we're we're at decision day at this point, but it, leading up to it, if he had clearly said, clearly spelled out what he means by living like she's single, you mm-hmm. know, is that because he kept, like you said, she, he was generalizing, like not shopping all the time. Okay, what does that realistically look like? Mm-hmm. You know, and and not oh buying one pair of shoes a year. Even even I don't do that. Like <laughs> I, I'm not a crazy one pair. Seriously, you know, like I, <laughs> it's like you know, I I just I think that there there's being realistic, um, and then there's what Gil was doing. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, we did see on the preview for the decision day, he said, we've already consummated our marriage, but I'm pretty sure he's joking. 
Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I mean, it, yeah. I don't know. I feel like that would be a huge shocker. It would. Or it would be <laughs> weird of him to say it if she was, has been so, like, not wanting to reveal that. And Yeah. But I don't know. I could... I could go either way with that. Yeah, if he's not joking, I'm shocked. Okay. <laughs> I will be shocked. It did look like uh, she was kind of rolling her eyes or something, you know, like right, <laughs> right. It could be a joke, like they love we've consummated our marriage yeah. and like we French kissed or something. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Or it could be him saying like, you know, sitting here, it would be different if we were sitting here like we've consummated our marriage. Mm, they love to do <laughs> <You> that. <know? laughs> <They> do. <laughs> So I, I I refuse to let Married at First Sight, uh, you know, mess with my emotions. Um, Before so, I forget, I want to know, who do you think, because I, I might forget asking this otherwise. Who do you think Pastor Cal is talking about when he's like, what the hell was that? Oh, I, I, I think without a doubt, Zach and Michaela. Okay. Only because of this man's explanation of saying no and yes on decision day. Mm, and like, yeah, what the hell does the that preview, mean? <laughs> we see on the preview, Zach reading a letter to Michaela, right? Mm-hmm. And if he does say no, I could see it being like, he's like, you're this wonderful woman, but no, but we mm. know that for him, no means n- not right now. Right. <laughs> so, oh, so I think I think maybe them. I yeah, I can't see any it other seems like they, Yeah, it came to some yeah. sort of weird alternate definition of no and yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Oh so yeah, we'll definitely. Uh, I thought it was we'll Zach or Johnny. That. I was like, it could be either one of those two. Yeah, like maybe if like Johnny was just being quiet and not present or something. Mm-hmm. Like I think it because the way Pastor Cal explanations said it, of why like, it doesn't work out. You know. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like Sarah said, <laughs> um, I think it's because uh, Pastor Cal, the way he said that was like he was disappointed. So mm-hmm. it's kind of I think it's like, OK, I have high hopes for this couple. And then like maybe it turned out a different way. Mm-hmm. So my guess is Zach and Michaela. Mm-hmm. Did you have another guess before that? Yeah, just between Zach and Johnny. I was just torn 50 50. Mm-hmm. Got them. Yeah. All right. So this is our final rating. One being they're going to get divorced. Five being they're going to stay together on decision day. What would you rate Gil and Mirla? I'm going to stick with positivity saying that there are five. Um, With the note that there are five because on decision day, I think they're definitely both going to say yes. Mm-hmm. But I could see this couple going kind of the way of like a Tom and Lily where you're like, oh, everything's good. And then four years down the line or something like <laughs> several years later, it's like, OK, we tried it. And, you know, where you almost like don't count it as a divorce because of the show, but just like it's just a yeah. shorter term marriage. Right. Right. Yeah, I I could see a situation where Gil says yes and Mirla says no. Mm. I I don't know about the opposite. Um, I think if he says no, I don't think that she would say yes. Mm-hmm. I think if they both said no, 
I, th- I think if he says no, she would say no. It depends on the order. Um, yeah, I don't know so- that any have really ever switched it up in the last minute because I think the producers know who's mm-hmm. going to, if it's split, they have the yes person call first, you know, for dramatic right, effect. Right. So. Right. It's like, do they make them tell them their answer? Like, final answer. Yeah. <laughs> you <think> know, so. <laughs> <laughs> when they come in. Um, so maybe, maybe, hmm. I'm going to go four because I don't think that it's a hundred percent possibility that Mirla will say yes. She really concerned me, but I do think she realizes that Gil is good for her in every other way, except for their perspective on finances. Mm-hmm. And there's financial counselors out there. I'm sure Dr. Viviana could hook them up with somebody mm-hmm. and get on the same page and figure this out because Gil is so patient. Mirla is Mirla. And so I think, I think it could work. Yeah. I hope so. All right. Um, so let's see. Which couple do you want to talk about next? Um, let's talk about Brett and Ryan. And I do want to say, like, we give them a hard time because they're <laughs> the most boring. But it's all on Ryan. I always want to punch him. I really like <laughs> Brett. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I like her style. Like I like when she like I like her wardrobe. She can like really get dolled up, and I think she's really like what she's gone through. Great attitude. The fact that she like gives him the time of day and like treats him like friendly. Yes. Just what she's had to endure with losing Baxter. It's just so much, mm-hmm. and um. So I. You know, I'm hoping the best for her after this experience. Like, she just has a great attitude about it. And I just got really annoyed with Ryan this episode (laughs) almost even more because I saw him on Unfiltered and it seemed like he was really remorseful. And I don't think his apology lived up to (laughs) the way he's (laughs) talking about it, you know, in later time, you know. So um, we see that he's playing tennis with a friend and his buddy is kind of giving him like just sort of questioning, um, you know, is it better to start all over or is there any Mm -hmm. like repair that can be done? It just seems like Ryan's really checked out and just doing that attitude that I thought he kind of had where it's like, Oh, can you believe I got, you know, married at first sight and Mm -hmm. I don't regret it because it was an experience and, but not taking any real responsibility for being on the dating app and (laughs) acknowledging that he should have put more effort into this relationship. Then we find out from Brett (laughs) that he, after that discussion, like he just took all his stuff, the coffee maker moved out. Like he just was so checked out. So. So unfortunate. I was so annoyed at him. And I like, feel so I feel so bad for her because it's not like it's not like she did anything. It was like right. pure I mean, just unattraction on his end. He'll at least say like he felt bad because she didn't do anything wrong and like he still mm-hmm. will like feel that she's a great person. But he didn't make any effort when there was any sort of like 
as soon as things were not perfect, like as soon as they like he saw that she had anxiety and that they weren't consummating the marriage or it just like seemed like was so quick to discount it. Because if you look back and see like their wedding day clip, like he's so like he's attracted to her, like, you know, mm-hmm. so it's not like um, they had a great wedding. Um but yeah, he did, he did not keep an open mind. <laughs> so I like that Brett kind of called that out about herself, that she realized that she was more open minded than she thought that she could, you know, um, be open to someone that wasn't exactly her type. And I like when she was talking yeah. to her sister, like her sister was like, well, you didn't get exactly what you asked for either. And Brett was like, yeah. thank you. Because it does seem like it's always like put on like, oh, that he's not attracted to her. Yeah, exactly. She was putting effort. Like she was kind of, she was not into like what he was into and Mm -hmm. he wasn't her physical type, but she could acknowledge that he's an attractive guy. Um, So like she was like saying that she would have, no matter who it was, was going to put all her effort in and see what she could to make it work. And I definitely believe that for her. Yeah, that's what they need to make sure every single person who's going through this agrees to Mm -hmm. that no matter who you put in front of me, like, I don't need it to be some type of checkbox on a questionnaire that they do. Like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But no, it needs to be a conversation of like, you do understand that we may give you someone who you may not be initially attracted to, or you do understand that may be something you don't like about this person. But I do want you to understand that you should give this hundred percent effort. Try to make it work and promise us up front that you're going to do what you need to do to see it through to see if this person is truly your match. Because I I, I, just like we can't do this. I bet you if you said, Ryan, you have five minutes. Tell me everything you know about Brett. (laughs) He would not make it to minute five. Right. And we I can't even do that with him or her. For, for a minute and mm-hmm. we've been talking about them for 16 weeks yeah <laughs> so it's like how have we 16 weeks two hour episodes so this yeah, is, i just saw like her like the chiron where it's like she's a volleyball coach and i'm like oh did i even know that about her like did we ever see her playing volleyball at all yeah, right. like did she ever take him to play volleyball like it was always doing what he wanted to do and she mm-hmm. her putting the effort in to do what he wanted to do and then he has the gall at the end, like when they're all like together, he's just kind of removed off with Johnny and just saying like, I don't something about like he didn't compromise himself or whatever that uh, just like, again, like the ego, like I'm going to just listen to my emotions and I've gone off with, with what I feel. And that's what I'm going to mm-hmm. do for decision day as well. And it's like, no, you don't just go off a feeling like this is, yeah. you don't just have a like you don't get married at first sight because of a feeling, you know, like you have to really analyze if that's right for you. And that probably was what it was for these guys. They're just like, Hmm, you know, Tinder isn't working out for me right now. Like it's the pandemic. Why don't I? Yeah. I feel like this could be fun. (laughs) And and I don't know how they screen for it because Mm -hmm. it's such an easy answer when you're in casting to just be like, Oh yeah. Like I'm really committed to this process. I don't know how you can really Mm -hmm. check on that. Right. It's like unless you have a, like an extensive conversation with this person on that alone, like we're not going to go off topic. We're only focused on the fact that this may not be your Prince Charming or your perfect princess. 
it's like how yeah how how do you get that commitment i have no i have no idea yeah because what do you do if you're not attracted what do you do if they're not attracted to you and almost like get them to like situational interview them about like what would you do in this situation and then intervene earlier on like after the honeymoon be like okay this is what you told us here's a clip of you Mm -hmm. saying this and yeah because it just seemed like the only time he put any effort in was right after meeting with dr pepper at the 11th hour Mm -hmm. was like okay and it seemed like he was only concerned about how he appeared how he Mm -hmm. that he looked like a decent guy and that's why he was upset that of what happened with the dating app it's more that oh like i don't like that she felt that way but i don't really like that how it looked kind of thing yeah like i I could that he did not was just doing it for a show Mm -hmm. he's like i could have been more respectful (laughs) uh duh Mm -hmm. (laughs) we know that um and then his poor attempt at an apology at the end of the episode like what yeah what was that like I, I feel so dumb. I just I, I feel bad for making you feel this way. Like I never intentionally meant to hurt you. Where is the I'm so sorry for not showing you respect. I'm so sorry for what I have put you through these past eight weeks and not giving you a chance. I'm so sorry that I never sat down and really got to know you to see why we were matched in the first place. Yeah, I never communicated <laughs> when I was having doubts about anything. Yes. Uh, she thanked him for the apology, but I was like, Brett, I'm yeah. I'm so glad that you do not have to stick with him. Right. <laughs> right. Oh gosh. Um, anything else on them? I guess I did they so. say anything in the group? Uh yeah, that's where she said like what she learned about herself and yeah. Like, she actually I think she rightfully gave herself kind of a humble brag, like I wasn't mm-hmm. sure I could do this and I did do this and he was yeah just nothing like <laughs> yeah again it's like he's just always standing in the corner like worried that he's gonna look bad because right. <laughs> he, yeah we can't help it there's like his actions like it's yeah. sort of like how do I get out of this situation like it's more just yeah all about him because mm-hmm. he's probably just thinking about yeah this isn't gonna look great the last two episodes of the show <laughs> right and yeah it's clear oh, that yeah. he's gonna just wants to just start back over he couldn't get away from those dating apps and Mm -hmm. the way he even described to his friend like oh is it better to like start all over or like really force something that isn't working it just (laughs) seemed like so dramatic for yes it didn't seem like they had that that many issues it was just all in his head right uh if like if he had had any of the real issues that some of these other couples had, he would have been like, "Oh my gosh, what's going on?" They yes, they had literally had the least amount of issues of any couple. Yeah. Oh, and then he tried to claim too with his friend when his friend's like, "Well, you know, it didn't work out all these other times," and and he was trying to justify, it. "Yeah, but I know why it didn't work out now." Like almost like he's going back in history, like. Oh, okay. Well, actually, there's nothing really wrong with that relationship except this one thing, and I know what I did wrong. So I think mm-hmm. he's thinking like that he can go back to, you know, an ex, kind of what his sister hinted at, or, you right. know, go into a new relationship. And I think he's just viewing it as like, okay, I'm going to take what I can learn from this situation, but just gave up yeah. like two weeks in. Yeah, exactly. 
Oh, my goodness. He is just, um, I, uh, I, he, he was a hoot. I, I did like that Brett said, you know, when they all, they were all together, she's like, you know, cause you know, weighing both sides, you know, I would say, say yes on decision day. If you know, we were both treating each other with respect and then like going on and on about all these positives, she'd be like, and I would say no, if we weren't. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> we know your, yeah. We know your answer. I like how Zach, like, yeah, you could totally pick his, his answers. Um, because like, Zach was saying, like, if everything was happy and I was totally content yeah. with everything that went down and there were no issues the whole way through, then I would say yes. <laughs> like, okay, well, that's not true of anyone. So, right. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, what would you rate them? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. One. Same. Yeah. One, one. We've been ones on them since since episode 12 okay <laughs> so um episode 11 uh jason and i were a one but you were a two it was mm-hmm. like hanging on that little bit of hope like maybe right. it's not all gone yeah <laughs> and i like the op- optimism mm-hmm. um okay so also so if we're one do you think that ryan will be in a relationship by the reunion he would have gone on many dates i don't know uh, the problem is guys on these shows like just have much more luck after the fact. I feel like they're just like, oh, you were on TV. Like they can always find, like, it's just at that age, like, I feel like it's harder, like, for women to find a guy <laughs> on mm-hmm. these apps at that age. So I mm-hmm. just feel like he will be in some sort of relationship. And I also feel like, if they got to the point of wanting to be married at first sight, like guys like um, Johnny and Ryan are mm-hmm. going to jump into something just to like have that feeling again, I think. Yeah. Like, oh, this is already much better. So, yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, oh, well, I know that I'm. I'm attracted to this person. So that's one step in the right direction. I know, I know I'm ready for marriage because I've already been married now. So of course I'm there. So right. This is going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, so yeah, I didn't really remember anything from the next time on specifically with Brett and Ryan from decision day. No, I think they all know what's going to happen with them. Yeah. So, you know, if it's at the point where n- no expert intervened at this like dating app thing, like I think there was a question that I to- totally know was directed at. It looked like it was directed at Jose, but I think it was directed at Ryan where it was like, why, mm-hmm. why did that happen? Or why did you do that kind of thing? I think they'll talk about yeah. that will be the bulk of what they talk about on decision day is just like grilling him about like, why would you do that? Right. Right. Uh, so Brett and Ryan we never knew them (laughs) (laughs) I think the most interesting thing will be probably from after probably from the reunion because we'll get to see Brett have her real thoughts she's not she's probably not going to sugarcoat anything and I really hope that she's happy Mm -hmm. so next I say we move on to a couple who I also don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Similar to Mirla and Gil, I will say I don't know what's going to happen with this couple. I think 
I think if I had to have hope in two couples to stay together, it would be Mirla and Gil and Rachel and Jose. But I'm I'm torn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> about both of them. If, if, if it's going to be like 100%, yes. You know, there's no Brent, uh, Brianna and Vincent this season where mm-hmm. we know without a doubt, like Woody and Amani, we know there's going into decision day, they literally are so solid they can joke about getting divorced. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where it's like none of them are solid enough to joke and say like, oh, I want to I want to get divorced and the other laugh about it. No, because that's a very real possibility. So let's move on to Rachel and Jose. Um, They did have like a joking back and forth that like he said he would take a bullet for her and she would take a bullet for him. And he thought that was shocking. He's like, you would? And she's like, yeah, I would take a bullet for you. <laughs> this is where I wanted to like reach on the screen. Why? <laughs> <laughs> He's supposed to do it for you. <laughs> yes. I'm like, listen to the little voice in the back of your head. I feel like every time Rachel is on the verge of realizing that there are some important differences or important deal breakers, at least for her, she just kind of like falls back to, but he's the like he's the perfect guy for me. He's exactly what I was looking for. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we did. We get. We saw her getting drinks. It was with her sister, right? I think so. Yeah, I think I like missed the the cry on, but I was like, yeah, I think that's her sister. Um, so she feels very comfortable and loved with him. She's weighing the pros and cons at the moment. So the cons are the ones that we know. He doesn't listen and that big blow up because she really fears that that could happen again. And that could mean the end of their relationship. Um, she tells her sister's sister about the note cards about like, his reminders basically don't double don't deadbolt the the lock on his wife and his sister's <laughs> like okay those no cards are trash like he shouldn't have to be reminded not to do those things mm-hmm. um, and Rachel really feels that she's naive to think that you know something like that big blow up won't happen again right <laughs> and, yeah, and definitely I think she's right. every time yeah. they see it like they show it again and I see it. It's just like, Oh yeah, that's even worse than I remember. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, that was pure outrage. Like imagine you do something he actually doesn't like, like for example, you're it's the summer you're not teaching. Right. So he is working and you want to take a trip to Jamaica for a few days. He doesn't want to go, but you want to go. So you're like, well, hey, I have a couple of girlfriends who want to go. I'm just going to I'm going to go ahead and book the flight. And then you tell him about it. And then he's pissed because he's like, no, we don't do vacations like that. (laughs) You know, like you you don't know what's going to set him off, especially when it comes to money, because he is so on top of his finances. I think, you know, the fact that he blew up over him, her calling him Johnny (laughs) means that he could blow up over anything. Yeah. What if like an actual issue? Like, I don't know the whole like her staying at her exes. Mm -hmm. If they weren't, if he didn't already have that blow up, imagine what he would have done. Like, I think he was just sort of tempered because he was being filmed and Mm -hmm. they're getting to the finish line, you know? And it's like, we're so close. He's like, if I don't, if I don't do that one more time, I only have one week and then I can let loose and get mad whenever I want. Yeah. (laughs) 
So that's a little, that's a little, I mean, that's a genuine concern she should have. Like mm-hmm. it definitely could happen again. And she was so upset by that as she should, mm-hmm. that she was like, I cannot be married to you. And so I just, I just really hope he's just not biting his tongue until he can just let his hair down mm-hmm. and fly free. <laughs> um, so he met with his friend and he said there are some things he still doesn't have answers to. He likes that she's a sports fan and he feels like she's a really good teammate. Um, he likes the little things she does like, oh, you don't have a lunch. Here's a lunch. Um, but it, the reasons for him not to stay would be her being faithful and communication. He's like, yeah, with communication. I mean, she told me I cannot be your wife. So, man, like, I mean, she went there. Um, Jose, that's like saying, oh, my gosh, my house. Like my house burnt down the nerve of my house when I left the gas stove on, you know, like <laughs> let's remove, let's, let's focus on why that happened. I was like, are you kidding me? Is he honestly blaming her communication style on saying I cannot be your wife, blaming that on her? That's ju- literally just like Michaela being mad at Zach saying he left. He left. He knows I have an issue with abandonment and he left. Girl, what did you, what happened before that? <laughs> what right. led to that? You're completely you're acting as if any reaction cannot be it isn't a result of something else. And I know it kind of sounds I mean, I hope it doesn't sound hypocritical by saying like, oh, Jose got mad and that was because she called him Johnny. But come on. <laughs> that's not cause for that. We're calling him another cast member's name. <laughs> That'd be it, it, that. That's not the same situation at all. So it's just like it was so frustrating hearing hearing him try to justify her communication as a reason not to stay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> that's just Jose gonna Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, so frustrating. I was just like, no, what? And I wish that I would. There, there were a lot of restaurants they went to on this restaurant or on this episode that they didn't have the name for. Oh. So I was like, ah, oh, I need to know. Yeah, they look good. <laughs> like research purposes. <laughs> um, but it was yeah, that was so frustrating because I was like, no, I, I think that only showed that he's for sure going to say yes. Mm-hmm. But with her, I'm still on the fence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Um, but that wasn't even the best part of their segment. 
So they had dinner and she's like, she's feeling great. Cause she's like, I can't forget the first time I saw him and he feels very confident with where they at, where they're at. And he said like before her, he lived a very boring life while he was single and he starts and I could not follow this. I know we touched on it a little bit earlier. I could not. He just out of nowhere starts talking about how social media is why so many people are single because they're traveling and living the YOLO lifestyle. What was the transition? How did we even get on that conversation? Yeah, I don't know. It was I could I couldn't follow at all. Yeah, it was. It was weird. It was weird. But basically he says that. And she's like, okay, well, here I, she's, I disagree. I think that, you know, I want one big trip every other year. And this is Rachel compromising. Cause we already know she really likes to travel. She would love one big trip a year or maybe two, one in the fall, one in the spring or one, you know, one in the summer, one in the winter, something like that. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I want one big trip every other year, like Switzerland, Thailand, you know, like exotic places. These are all places outside of the U.S. This man says, well, I want to go like to like San Antonio or (laughs) Fredericksburg. Okay, for those that don't know, San Antonio and Fredericksburg are four hours from Houston, a four hour drive. You would look foolish to get in a plane and fly there because you could probably drive faster than (laughs) The process it takes to get onto a plane, get there, get your bags and everything. San Antonio and Fredericksburg's, I'm sorry, they are not vacations. They're trips, they're weekend trips. I went to, I literally went to Fredericksburg a couple, uh, was it last month? No, September. Me and my friends are like, oh, you know, I want to do something, but nothing big. Let's go to Fredericksburg. We planned it quick, went one weekend and then came back. How? Is he equating Fredericksburg, Texas, which is like the Texas wine country, basically. Fredericksburg, Texas to Thailand. (laughs) Yeah, it really fell for her when she was like, like he basically killed a part of her kind of like because he just has no interest. Like it's just odd to me. It's like Jake the past season. Like, yeah, Haley was just like, I have to travel, travel, travel all the time. It was a little over the top, but to be just like, "Mm, I have no interest. And I think there are people that it's like, if they've never done it, if they didn't do it as a kid, they just, it doesn't enter their mind until they maybe have mm-hmm. the trip. And then they're like, oh, this is so much fun. Like, now I have the bug. And yeah, but it's, re- it's starting to, I'm starting to see that they can't, like the travel thing is becoming one of these other like compatibility things that, which is mm-hmm. surprising to me because it, I'm just so used to like, seeing everybody say oh yeah travel travel i don't know like it just seems like a weird thing to be anti or ambivalent about yeah it's so wild it's just i don't know i just i just feel like unless you have like a fear of planes Mm -hmm. maybe yeah then that's like a gene okay that's a genuine concern yeah yeah but it just sounds like he just doesn't he sees it he hears vacation and he thinks dollar signs and he's like, that's too much money. Can't do it. Sorry. Can't swing it. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those things where it's like, okay. Um, well, I never really got into this. So 
why would I want to introduce something that's just going to be like a money suck? Like if I'm already like, okay, without it, maybe he sees it sort of mm-hmm. like that. Like <laughs> I'm just going to say no, but cause he could just say something like, okay, we can't do a big trip every year, but what if we did a ski trip? Like, and we compromise and then we have a big trip every two years or even just something like that. Or like, don't worry, we'll definitely go to Europe together. I just don't know if this year it's going to happen. You know, sometimes right. like, like I really want, I can see that's really important to you. Like, I'm really looking forward to it. I want to like have that experience with you. But he won't acknowledge that at all. And it's just like these other cities in the U.S. is his only mm-hmm. like his only solution. <laughs> right he throws in vegas he's like yeah we could go to vegas for the first time together (laughs) she's like okay i don't consider those trips and i was like yes rachel thank you he's like well i do want to go skiing Mm -hmm. saying like okay let's go to like colorado or somewhere where you can ski you know and she's like i don't want that to be our trip of the year and um he's proving he's not listening Mm -hmm. because she's genuinely like no, we are, we don't see eye to eye right now. And he's like, oh, but I I do want to go to Nashville. <laughs> you know, like it's like he just keeps he's focusing on places in the U.S. he wants to go where the mm-hmm. bigger the bigger conversation is, can we travel abroad together? Yeah, that's my pet peeve when no. it's just like so like U.S. centric is like the only mm-hmm. idea people have is tra- of travel, which yeah. I associate with like when I was in college or a lot of students that had that and it was just like they couldn't even open their mind that you can go anywhere else but he's yeah. 35 years old and, yes and i mean i think his parents were immigrants right or he has like does he travel anywhere outside of the u.s like would he want to go to latin america or where he might right. be like have heritage like it doesn't seem like he's like interested in any of it right i don't i can't remember on the when they visited his family i think that's possible um when he mentioned how they like his dad uh, built or... their, yeah and they built their house from the ground up uh, or like they got their house built um and so yeah it, it's not even like like you mentioned he's 35 it's not like oh i've done all my traveling in my 20s i'm ready to just like relax i don't you know stay put but he's not even considering canada mexico yeah latin america central america like there are options here but Mm -hmm. he's he is so stuck on traveling throughout texas i'm sorry jose you need to travel through texas just take a weekend go do it no one's stopping you to go drive to san antonio (laughs) you know like if 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 going to a different city in Texas is a vacation, I vacation to Dallas. I vacation to Dallas like maybe four times in the past couple of months. So not to toot my own horn, <laughs> <laughs> just vacationing like crazy to Dallas. Mm-hmm. It's just it's no, it's uh, that is a very frustrating frustrating conversation because she feels crushed and he has no idea. He just thinks they oh, just yeah. had another casual conversation about traveling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they had their last night together and she said that, you know, she won't know until she sleeps in her own bed alone what she's gonna do on decision day. So he's he's a little nervous. Yeah. Again, though, I'm just a little skeptical that maybe they were given lines. Like we know that she likes to joke and say like um what was the thing she joked about with the camera, like Oh, we had a huge fight or something, you know. Or oh, yeah, and we're when, still in love. Yeah. yeah. 
So. Yeah, and they really didn't reveal much during the group when the group was all together. All Jose kind of added was that, you know, if he doesn't see the marriage prolonging beyond like far beyond decision day, then he wouldn't say yes on decision day. Mm -hmm. Basically, none of this Zach business. Yes. So, so yeah. So, what? Uh, any? Do you have anything else to add for Rachel and Jose? Um, I would say I don't know. I think again. I think it's just kind of misdirect. I I would be shocked if they didn't say yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I would be too. I think that a night alone would be a not would not be enough to change her mind about saying yes. I just don't see it lasting if they do say yes. Yeah. <laughs> I see them being a situation. They say yes on decision day. Wonderful. Next day, blow up, reunion. Yeah, we're not together anymore. <laughs> One of those blows <laughs> happen again. And I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> so, like, oh gosh. So I'm I'm afraid of that because I they're not confronting the bigger issues they have, either one, because he's not listening in the conversation. And two, they just decide to brush past it and move on. Cause they haven't even revisited the difference in finances. And that I mean, as we see with Gil and Mirla, it's proving to be a big conversation that they've just kind of put on the back burner. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, this this travel conversation is basically one of the legs on that finance conversation, because that's the whole reason he does not want to travel. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I fear for them if they do stay together. But for purposes of our ratings is based on if they do on decision day. So I, I just I think. I think she may have doubts and she may consider, but then she'll think back to her single life and she's like, well, being with him is a little bit better than that. So I would, I could see her leaning towards, let me just, I'll, I'll say yes. Cause I don't want to, if I say, if I say no, I'm going back to that. Mm -hmm. Which nothing wrong with being single, but the single life and being on the search can be difficult. Mm hmm. <laughs> So what would you give them as a rating? Um, I would give them a five for mm -hmm. decision day. Yeah. Even though I think she has doubts, I think her doubts are less than Mirla's doubts. So I also agree with a five. I think that for her to change her mind, it would have to come over time. Not one night, maybe a few a few months or something like that. Once they go through a few hardships, I could see her coming to the realization, but not like, oh, tomorrow I'm done. Yeah. And it did, it worried me when it just seems like they wanted to get back to kind of the magic of like their, because they were like the golden couple for a little while there. Mm -hmm. and they had that huge blow up. And then the way she just kind of dismissed it when she was talking, like, oh, I learned, like, I used to end relationships after a fight. And I learned that I could just not break up after that fight yeah. and it's like but maybe yeah. that was bad maybe your other relationships it was a minor fight who knows but yeah <laughs> maybe there were all reasons that you like warning right. signs and red flags and you don't always want to stay just to like i don't know it just seemed like she was really like we're all good now mm -hmm. and let us be the model couple again yeah <laughs> right brushing it off yeah. 
He's like, I learned that when someone tells me to get the F out and then they deadbolt the lock that we, we can we can't yeah. have a future. It's just about the lock. It's just don't deadbolt. That was the whole underlying issue. Right. It wasn't about the respect yeah. or the, yeah. the name calling or swearing at her and right. making uh, her leave in the, to begin with. Right. Oh, I yeah, that that would have been uh pounding on the counter. Oh my gosh, that's all. That that's okay. I don't want to speak too boldly, but <laughs> is that more disrespectful than downloading a dating app? Hmm. Only reason I, think I ask so, because it's like I, download yeah. it. Like he could have. It's not even like re-downloading it. Even probably, it's like it was on his phone. You know, like how you just like have to sort yeah. of yeah, like like it's just Make a it tap. Active. It's just a tap. He's just like a little curious. Like oh, like I wonder if I've gotten any messages in this eight weeks. Or yeah, who's <laughs> out there? Where like he wasn't like yeah to her face like. He- I don't know. Yeah, I, I would say yeah, it is more. It wasn't putting her in danger. Like he legit went to bed not knowing where she slept. Like that's dangerous. Yeah. yeah. That's a, no concern for her safety where Yeah, he just it, dismissed her and was just like, Yeah, leave. Like it was kinda uh, like when Michaela was just like, Go, bye. <laughs> like, yeah. Um she was insane, like, like I cannot stay married to you. Like, okay, fine. You know, like mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say yeah, there is not a single couple that has not been disrespectful to each other at some point or another. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Um, so, yeah, I'm also at a five. Even even with all of that being said, I do think they will decide to stay together, whether they they should or not. They will make the choice to stay together on decision day. Um, but then only time will tell. And I'm really excited for the reunion to see if they do last. Um, if they do end up staying together. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, this couple, <laughs> it's so funny. Like they, we've been like threes and fours with them throughout. We started doing fives around episode 13. That was our first five for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had one week where we both gave them ones. That was uh, episode 10, which was the episode with the blow up. <laughs> <laughs> but then outside of that, they're like threes and fours and fives. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like one little dip. <laughs> so um so yes. So let's see. Uh who do you want to we, we two couples left, which uh had a little bit of a inter intermingling or inter uh their stories crossed over in that group meeting. Mm. Um, but uh, which couple do you want to go to next? Um, let's talk about Johnny and Val. Ready? Our favorite couple oh, from like yeah. week one. I know. <laughs> this bums me out to think about it. <laughs> Memories. I think I'm like with Val in the sense of like, it seemed like she was, there's at one point where she said like, I haven't said I was the luckiest woman to be married to Johnny Lamb. And I feel like like she had that vision of what he was from like mm-hmm. knowing him sort of distantly and just kind of like that, you know, that acquaintance level, like you just didn't yeah. know him very well. So you just had this aura about him. So she was like, wow, like I got that guy. And like, I think he looked so great to us at the beginning. Like, wow, yeah. like, this is going to be such a great match. And he's just going to have like these little quirks to work through. Yeah. And yeah, now, 
he was meeting with his friends and the look of concern on their face, like it just looked like, oh no, Johnny's doing what he always mm-hmm. does. And like, yes. he's going to go through a divorce now. No, but they just like, it looked like, oh, I can't believe this. <laughs> like, we, Yeah. And just sort of trying to get him to think about that there might be some good things about bow and just tell like johnny's just checked out he knows what he wants to do and he had that conversation with her their mutual friend and that's all that's in his head and he claims like oh these guys can like sell me anything right now sell me a timeshare but you know i have to think about what i want and it's like no it's not like they're just trying to like convince you of something they're trying to get you to reflect on yeah you know thinking this through and you know you've been on camera 90 percent of the time and you know maybe there's more you know once the cameras go away like what's the harm in saying yes and trying it out a little further which seems like what bow wants to do um and i just feel so bad for bow it's like she keeps like trying to like look cute for him and put all this effort in which is like it's just not worth it like and I think Johnny's just having fun at this point of like trying to tease the viewer or the producers and just like well yeah she looked really great and right so there could be a chance yeah (laughs) like (laughs) and that's like I feel like because on Unfiltered I was like there's no way they're not together because he's just so like complimentary of her on there like in the earlier Mm -hmm. episodes and it just seemed like I don't know, but now it's just like there's no way he's just the way he's speaking is like she's this yeah. horrible person. There's no way they could um and the only credit he's really giving her is like, well, like it sparked some feelings. I don't know what type of feelings they were when we yeah. learned about her her background and I felt closer to her. And so I don't know. He's just like trying to come off as a a good person too and Yeah. Just it makes my brain hurt <laughs> figuring out what, he's, what his motivations are. Yeah, even she curled her hair this episode, which mm-hmm. was so... It was a really cute look for her. I mm-hmm. love that. Um, and I was like, Johnny doesn't deserve to show up with her looking like that. Mm-hmm. Um, she looked she looked great. And, and even when they went on their date uh, or the, when they went out to dinner, she, um, she still had that hairstyle. Because we usually see her with the straight hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just oh, I'm just I'm glad Johnny's friends were aware of how he is. They're like, you know, he, they're aware that he's looking for something that may not be, exist. They're like, he's looking for somebody to check all the boxes, but that may not happen. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and I mean, if your closest friends, you're who. They, this was the only one that they showed where they were. They were at the Carbuck Brewing Company. Um, so one of our brewer, breweries that are here. Um, I haven't been there, though. Um, so they, you know, if they know you best and this doesn't surprise them, then it's it's time to take a step back and look at yourself. Period. Stop blaming Bal. Stop saying she's a different person behind closed doors. Stop saying like it's all shifting blame. Um, and, you know, 
just leave bow out of it. Just understand that you have these high expectations that may not be met. If we, we did make a few steps forward last episode when he realized that he was more like his dad than he thought, but it's like, just, just stop, stop with the toying with us. We know, we know there is no world where you walk into decision day and say, yes. Mm hmm. I mean, what alternative universe are we living in where you, I wish I could be married to literally anyone else. That man is going to possibly say yes on decision day. Get out of here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know. And, you know, to talk about jaw hitting the floor is when he was at the gathering and said like, oh, you know, coming to this, I thought I was this easygoing guy. It's like, what? (laughs) Like, you could see from your package that you were not easygoing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that just, maybe he just never had a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. Now he's like, oh my, what are, why are you talking about your feelings? That's not what's important here. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm convinced he's never had a serious relationship. So this is all a shell shock for him. Yeah, and it really does like, come across that he's just... Like any little thing, he's just in shock about. Yeah, and the fact that he kept dwelling on like, yeah, when I went to my to her childhood home, I felt something. I'm like, why are you so numb to interactions with Bao? Mm-hmm. Like, where is the human decency? Why can't you just be fine with her as a person? Like, I mean, this is a person that you've been living with. Y'all have been interacting with each other like can't you just care for her as a friend and just decide she's not best as your wife if that's Mm. what you the solution you want to come to like why do you have to be numb to her Mm -hmm. like i i mean like i mean most things yeah it's it's almost like he hates her Mm -hmm. and it's like why where does that stem from she's not herself in front of the camera she's trying to break him down yeah yeah. And even when he said it, he acted like he was trying when they went to dinner, he was just like, that conversation with Sarah is still in the back of my head. Mm. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you found one person to agree to your narrative. <laughs> yep. To validate his feelings. He's like, ah, oh, there it is. That oh my gosh, eight weeks. That's what I've been looking for. <laughs> hmm uh sarah we need to see who sarah is show your face sarah (laughs) if they don't stay together johnny on at the reunion is like yep so i am in a relationship her name is sarah Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i saw someone uh someone on twitter like showed a picture of the friend that zach was dating from zach and mindy and was like, oh, we've seen this story before. Right. <laughs> like a friend of Minnie, Mindy was talking to Zach, mm-hmm. trying to get in there. Um, so, yeah. What uh, what else did they have going on this episode? Um, trying to think. Yeah, they get into sort of at the end, a conversation about decision day. about. Mm-hmm. Bao saying that if he says no, it's like then it's over. Which it's mm-hmm. I'm just surprised that Bao is so up in the air, like thinking there's a chance. It makes me feel sad. Yeah, I know. Oh, because she even said like you know we 
because she was talking about the fact that they've known each other for 15 years. She's like, we've missed out a lot on a lot in these 15 years to get to know each other better. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, don't bring that up because he already thinks <laughs> like if it didn't work out 15 years ago, it's not going right. to work out now. Yeah. Where she sees it as just lost time. He sees it as like, oh, there was a reason for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but before getting in too much into Zach and Michaela at the group together, um, Bao did say, like, I mean, she was going back and forth with Zach about his decision about why he would say yes and why he would say no. But Bao was basically explaining, like, she doesn't give a crap about the legality of it. Like the fact that, like, if she says no, they're still technically married after decision day until they truly get a divorce. She says, like, if you say no, that's the end of it. That's the end of our relationship. And uh, she's like, I don't give a crap about the legality. And Johnny's like, well, I see for Bao, like a no mean he was like, I, I see for Bao what a no means, and it means something different for me. What? What do you <laughs> say? I was like, how do you disagree with her? Like, right. a no for you? You So you're going to say no and then go back and try to see if things work out with Bao? No, you've made it very clear Bao is not your person. So why are you disagreeing just for the sake of disagreeing? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was so weird. Yeah, just not... Not somebody that should be in a relationship ever. <laughs> Period. <laughs> like Sarah Carradine said, like, just we'll never be in a relationship again. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? I, I don't even, I don't even know if, if it was like, if we got all our guests together, we got, we got Sarah, we got Kelsey, Mari, Jason, uh, Jess. If we all came together to build a perfect person for Johnny, I don't even think we could do it. There would be something wrong with that person. Be like, "Mm, no, you said she's a great communicator and I need an outstanding communicator. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. So let's see. Um, Yeah, I think that was pretty much it for them on this episode. Um, Heading into decision day, what would you write them? Again, got to go the one. Yeah, same, same. It's just, it's so unfortunate. I legit thought they were our our couple this season. Yeah, they were the golden one. We were sadly mistaken. I mean, mm-hmm. even on Explosive episode ten, we gave them both fives, or mm-hmm. we both gave them fives. We were like, mm-hmm. "This is this is happening. They are it. They have consummated their marriage now. They're communicating great." It's it, it it this. I would say of all the couples, this would be the most. Or this has been the most disappointing because I had such high hopes. Mm-hmm. Like literally wedding day was like, y'all are so perfect for each other. Literally both had that ceremony planned, had outfits planned, just were on the same page, it seemed. And mm-hmm. then honeymoon hit and it just, it just went downhill and then went up for a little bit. And then Johnny decided to be Johnny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Great, 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 great. Um, so last but not least, we did start with them the past couple of weeks. So we're ending <laughs> with them this week. Um, we're gonna go with Zach and Michaela. So Michaela met with her sister, and this is where we find out that um or she tell she's like catching her sister up and she tells her, like, you know, Zach did the one thing 
that I didn't want him to do. And that was leave. (laughs) (laughs) This is once again, um, uh, Jose being mad about Rachel saying that she doesn't want to be married anymore. Um, So she says that Zach thinks that she's a combative person. She talks about their conversation with Dr. Pepper. And then we find out that a couple hours after that, he invited her over to come eat. Um, she felt like it was the first time that they've talked and like really understood each other because there were no pro- no production, no cameras, no nothing, just them. And then he asked her if she wanted to spend the night. And then her sister was like, oh my gosh, did you? <laughs> she's like being very uh, coy about it. And she's like, yeah, I, <laughs> I yeah. did. <laughs> um, she said they felt very normal without production. And um, uh, Michaela's sister says like, I, I don't think Zach knows what he wants and he needs to figure that out. Yeah, this just strikes me as Michaela seeing it one way and thinking this is all positive. And Zach seeing it as like, okay, this is a nice way to end things. We're going to end things on a positive note. Let's like have one more. Yeah. (laughs) One more night together. Yes. It's like, I don't, it, it's like, okay, with these other couples, we can kind of pinpoint the specific issue with them. I want to say it's how they approach conflict differently, but then it's like, they just always have such different perspectives on the situations they're in and then do it like they don't communicate it well to each other. Mm -hmm. And it's like, sometimes, I mean, Michaela, she's she's been something else. She really has. And so I want to say I don't want to say this for both of them, but I feel like Michaela for Michaela, this would continue to be an issue in future relationships with how she communicates, because this is who she is. Like, I feel like she is being or has been being her true self. And I feel like with Zach, he is his communication style has been in response to a lot of interactions with her. And for some reason, I feel like he wouldn't be the same in a different relationship. Like you throw Zach in five relationships. I don't think that he would behave the same or communicate the same mm-hmm. as he has with Michaela. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that Michaela would be consistent. Um, Zach mentioned something about how she had those same behaviors that he was concerned about, but just wasn't held accountable for them or, you know, Mm. whoever she was dating. Of course he could just be putting his own, you know, spin on things, but um, I could see him kind of switching with different relationships. He's younger and doesn't seem that he has that much experience. You know, he was questioning like, is it me that's causing her to do this? Because this hasn't happened in other relationships, but didn't feel like, that he had some like steady narrative of like this always like this is what I always do you know yeah I could see that yeah it seemed like it was genuinely blowing his mind that this Mm -hmm. was happening and then he was reacting to situations like this he's like what is going on I mean I feel like he's doing a lot of self-reflecting where Michaela's just like no (laughs) like like not even going there Mm -hmm. um just saying like, you know, OK, I could have, you know, done this better rather than why am I, you know, it wasn't the same energy. Like, why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot more matter of fact, like with her sister, like, yeah, mm-hmm. he just like he doesn't know why that happened and mm-hmm. doesn't like that, but not 
like, oh yeah, I was way over the line or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So um, we did get a conversation with Zach and Gil. So it was very interesting because everyone talked to like a friend or a sibling, but Zach talked to Gil. <laughs> so, yeah, what was going on there? Right. Like, I wonder if it was because like we've already seen his brothers in a couple of episodes, um, but we've also seen Michaela's sister a lot. Like mm-hmm. she's the only person Michaela has confided in. So I don't know. Maybe they were busy. <laughs> Gil was the only one available. Right. Um, but Gil was there to help out. Um, and Zach does admit that, you know, this situation with Michaela, like her storming out of, um, the farmhouse was pretty traumatizing. Um, he said she never apologized. Uh, but, uh, he, he even asked her like, is there anything that I could have done differently? And she was like, Oh, not really. So that kind of helped him see like, okay, maybe it's not me. (laughs) Maybe it's like, a her thing or a we thing together. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he he does. <laughs> I thought it was funny. This was really funny. He said uh, he thinks it took a process like this and a guy like him <laughs> to help <laughs> like Michaela basically see that, you know, she needed to make some adjustments with how she handles relationships. Yeah. So it was like that was kind of funny that he added a guy like me. <laughs> yeah, he was just there to help her move along on her journey. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I I do like that he's looking at the positive of it. Um, you know, even like no matter what the outcome is, it seems like he's he's actually he's actually trying to learn something from this. So it helps in the future. Unlike Johnny or Ryan, I don't feel like they have that approach. They just see that see those as like failed relationships mm-hmm. where Zach is like, OK, there was a reason like we did this. You can tell he wants to be married so bad. And so I see I'm, I am I got to give him an A for effort with <clears throat> how he's trying to come out of the situation. Like, of course, he didn't handle everything perfectly by any means. Um, there are definitely some improvements on his his end in terms of like communication. But going out of this, he's trying to make sure that like he learns what he needs to learn so that this doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we did we got a, a, quite a bit of substance from them at uh, the the all the couples together. So it was really interesting how. Um, so Zach was basically, so Zach basically explained he would, his situation for saying yes and saying no, would, he would say yes if he had been perfectly happy with everything that's happened in the past eight weeks and that, that, you know, like the process worked, that would be him saying yes. But if he said no, that just means he wasn't happy with everything. The process didn't work, but that doesn't mean the end of their relationship. <laughs> So that was it. It took me a minute to kind of sit on it and really understand what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Um, I don't know. I'm not perfectly happy with any past eight weeks of my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're not going to be perfectly happy with everything that's happened in like a yeah. set amount of time. Like, there's always going to be ups and downs. So it just felt like you can't even fake like what what you're gonna say (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah it was (laughs) it it was really interesting because I mean we've seen on the last episode with him talking to Dr. Pepper like oh I you know yes or no in decision day doesn't mean anything it's just saying yes or no 
since they still would be technically married. Um, so basically he's saying like, no, him saying no would be like, no, this process didn't work, but maybe we are meant together and maybe we can try it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so I thought it was funny because, or maybe not funny, but it was really interesting because everyone else kind of like chimed in or like shared their own experience, but you didn't really have a dialogue. But Bao was like, wait a second, I have some questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, why not just say yes now? And then if y'all work on it and you realize it doesn't work, then you can decide at that point not to be together. Um, because yeah, she was like, don't give Johnny yeah. any ideas. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Let me explain to you. So it doesn't sound like I'm just telling Johnny. Yes. He, he doesn't take anything I say seriously. So, right. But if someone yeah, else suggests it. Yeah, she was definitely projecting because it was like, um, no, I, yeah, she like, it's like, if Johnny says no to her on decision day, she does not want him back in her text like, hey, let's hang out, you know, like thinking mm-hmm. that's not the end of it. She's like, a no is a no for me. That means the end of our relationship. And she's like, because I came into this like looking for my forever. And this is when she did also did say like, you know, it takes two people to sustain a marriage and one person to end it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was very vocal with the fact that like Zach is seeing no as like a this is just a no for now, not a no for forever. Um, but I did. It, yeah, it was just like. I mean, I think it, I think that that interaction just showed us the dynamic that these 10 have together. Because even later, when they were doing a toast, they were like, no matter what we say on decision day, it's a yes to to, to all of us being together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what uh, Rachel said. <laughs> and so for Bao to be able, like, I guess to feel comfortable enough with Zach to have this type of conversation, especially in a group setting, I think that shows that like the wives and the husbands have start like have been able to talk to each other about things. Mm-hmm. Um, which I I just don't know. We've seen that much of that in past seasons. Yeah, I don't think we have. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was really interesting. I was glad she challenged him on it, but Zach does maintain his stance of like a yes is only everything's been great, and no is no everything hasn't been great. When it's like everyone was present for y'all's blow up <laughs> at the, the farm retreat. So what are you saying? We're not going to think you were happy with that. Yeah, exactly. But oh yeah. And, and, and Bao was like, yeah. So like, it's just like Zach wants to say no. So he can publicly be like, Hey everybody, I'm single. But then on the side, he's like, Michaela, let's work it out. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean, that, that was mainly what we got for Zach and Michaela. Um, we did see in the next time on that Zach is going to, he wrote a letter for Michaela, which I think good, good on his part because he does get pretty flustered when it's them two interacting. Um, and she says something that he doesn't know how to respond to. So he wrote a letter to explain his thoughts and he was crying and that's why I'm convinced that Pastor Cal's response is to them, because I could see it very well happening that he reads this letter and then he says no, no because we know with him it's a temporary no. And mm-hmm. then they leave happy. <laughs> and then Pastor Cal's like, what, what was that? <laughs> right. I think that's probably right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, 
I guess the only other thing was Zach did admit that he's cried more in the past, uh, cried more in this relationship than in his past 27 years of life. So that's something. Let's <laughs> <laughs> wait on him. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. I think that also throws a lot of these contestants for a loop. If it's like our participants, I guess. Um, if they're just dealing with certain things for the first time, then they'll associate it with that person instead. Like, oh, you're the one making me cry all the time. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. Exactly. Um, so now we are heading into decision day. I'm very excited. I think uh, it'll be no matter what happens. I think it'll be interesting, especially because there are couples that we don't know what's going to happen. There's some that we do, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it'll still be interesting, for example, to see them confront Ryan about the dating app or confront Johnny about how he never gave Bow a, ch- a chance. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, well, I guess well, we have to do our last ratings for Zach and Michaela. What oh. uh, what would you well, give them? Yeah, he just gave it away that he's, there's no way he's saying yes. And mm-hmm. so... But then his way of saying no is like, oh, we're still going to stay together. Right. But also that could just be like to not upset Michaela to try to look better in front of the viewers. Um, You know, because I think we've seen couples before that say yes, just to kind of quietly separate later Mm -hmm. on. Because it's like, I don't want to deal with the disappointment of the experts. I want to like end on a positive note. Yeah. And say there could be a chance. Um, but yeah, I think he's going to, it's like he's prepped Michaela for what that means. And mm-hmm. Right. And like, don't like, be sad. Yeah. She's like, okay, I've had to just accept his way and not take it as, take it personally. So yeah, yeah I think they're a one. I totally agree. <laughs> totally agree. Um, and so, yeah, just as a reminder, um, we do have some fun stuff coming up. So, okay. So on the decision day, I'm glad to announce that we will have Mari forth with us to talk about all of these couples um, and get her opinion because, you know, she, it's been a while. She, since she was on, it was like episode six. So about 10 episodes ago and people were in a very different place. Like for Zach and Michaela, she gave them a four, you know, well, we all did, but <laughs> I'm excited to see like her thoughts on the season and then to talk about decision day. And then also, um, I did have that interaction with one person from this cast. And so I will be f- glad to finally share that story. Um, but that'll be on the reunion. We'll we'll talk about that on the reunion podcast, um, mm-hmm. after decision day or maybe after decision day, we'll see, we'll see how it plays out. I'll see when, when, when the story is appropriate, but stay tuned for that. <laughs> Um, and then also it's, it's the beginning of November. So November is a great month to become a patron of RHAP if you aren't already. So you can get access to like the weekly survivor 41 Q and a show patron five for five and access to all of the great stuff that, um, is out in Facebook and discord. Plus there's a survivor trivia night returning this month as a patron activity. Um, I know that Rob announced that it's going to be on, um, can't remember what it's called 
not not sporkle. Um, it's basically like a oh, uh, it is escaping me. But basically, <laughs> it's a it's a, a very popular like trivia where you can have up to a thousand participants. So it's going to be open cool. to everyone. And so he was like, for the first thousand patrons, uh-huh. like, come on, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so you want to be one of the first thousand to to be in on that Survivor trivia night. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Um, and then. So, uh, this support, you know, for things like trivia night and with uh, with becoming a patron uh, on the RHAP network, um, you can become a patron by going to robhasawebsite.com slash patron um, to support everything that RHAP has going on um, this month and every month. Yeah. And that's where um, we um, grab questions for our bachelorette podcast. So, you know, maybe, you know, I don't know that there is, is as many um, patrons that are currently into married at first sight, but Hey, Mm -hmm. if we grow it, we'll get a whole question thread going there too. Right. Um, But yeah, just having um, access to some of the hosts in the patron group or just a way to make sure your questions are heard is also really fun. Um, And yeah, I also, want to give a quick plug to the bachelorette rehab up Asia, how are you feeling about your draft so far i feel good <laughs> um i feel really good with like nate um and you lost pizza boy <laughs> i did i but I, I wasn't too happy about having him in the first place you know <laughs> um i i do feel good about like um Romeo, even though he hasn't gotten that one-on-one time yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon J. Oh my gosh. Every time he's on the screen, I just, I'm just like, he's so adorable. Yeah. Like he just, I love that he just seems so pure. So yeah. I hope, I hope that's not ruined at some point this season, but I, <laughs> I have high hopes. Um, so yeah, I, I, I've been, I have thoroughly enjoyed this season. Um, so it's just like, you know, the draft is a cherry on top. I'm like, <laughs> even if all my draft <laughs> picks go out, I, I still am enjoying, you know, how Michelle is handling everything. And I'm finally glad that she sent <laughs> that guy home. Jamie. Because what was that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like, just in, just in case it's a spoiler. But I guess at this point, if you watch, if you watch you've watched. So yeah. everyone should, yeah, should know that Jamie didn't handle himself well at all. No. <laughs> and, uh, it's a mess. You know, that was a roller coaster for sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 So is, yeah. It, is it good? I can't believe it's only been three episodes. I, I feel like it's been on longer. <laughs> yeah. So Haley and I re- recap that each week. Um, we all have, um, fun guests here and there recently had Rourke we should be having Mari coming up and some other fun surprises so um follow that um on the reality tv wrap ups feed or um it's separate feed and yeah you can follow me on twitter at rhp recapper Awesome. And everyone, you can follow me at Asia Like Asia on Twitter. So it's A-Y-S-H-A like A-S-I-A. Um, I was recently on the 90 Day Fiance the Other Way uh, wrap up with Puya uh, this week. So definitely go check that out. We had a blast talking about those couples. And there's a lot of uh, parallels to Married at First Sight. <laughs> so I, I let them know that if, hey, if you enjoy this show, you will enjoy Married at First Sight. Trust me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Very similar. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, definitely check out that podcast. And then, of course, Amy and I will be here for the rest of the season um, talking about uh, season 13 um, every week. So um, looking forward to that. And then some potential off-season podcasts will, will be in the works. So look out for that as well. Um, so until next week, we will see you next time. Bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.